Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Aleluia, aleluia, aleluia. Please order my steps in your word. Wow. Fantastic. May your steps be directed. Hallelujah. Come, let's pray over the offering. As we get ready for the announcements. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Are you excited to be in church this Sunday afternoon? Is it good to see me? I'm happy to see you too. Hallelujah. It's always a blessing to see the people of God. Yep. I was very blessed. We're away with give thyself holy conference with Bishop. Hallelujah. If you are talking about anointing, that's the man you need to follow. The man has oil. The anointing is too heavy. Bishop Doug is so much anointed, it's not a joke. Hallelujah. Last week, Sunday, the church that we were in, in Soweto, it's probably the largest church in, South, in, in, in Jobek. I think I spoke to the, there were 7,500 people in attendance. One service, 7,500. It's not a joke. The man carries oil. I say, Bishop carries oil. Hallelujah. And the conference was beautiful. We really enjoyed the conference. I mean, preaching powerfully, teaching powerfully. And South Africa is a nice city, you know. When you're you going to a nice place, take your wife. It will solve your problems. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if you're going to a nice place, Kill one bed or kill two, <laughs> kill, kill two beds. And that's what they said, right? Not kill one bed with two stones. Two beds with one stone. I went with my wife. It was a beautiful time. We enjoyed South Africa. Joe Beg, not in particular, because it's, it's trying to become Americanized. But Cape Town is beautiful. Cape Town is one of the most beautiful cities you can ever be. Talk about nature and scene. Hallelujah. I see you going on vacation in Cape Town. Was beautiful. So I went to a lot of places. Michael, I'll show you some pictures. Mary, I'll show you the pictures so that you insist that he takes you there. Your mouth. Go to Cape Town. <laughs> it was very beautiful. It was very nice. Even went to, you know, I went to, we, we went to Robin Island, you know. Robin Island is where Nelson Mandela was in prison. Actually, you see, human beings are wicked, though. Why one man would put another man in such a place? In fact, I even took a picture in Nelson Mandela's cell, where he was, I took a picture there. I will save it for memory. Small, small like this. The whole space is like this. For 18 years. Can't believe that human beings are that wicked. So it was a, it was a nice time. We enjoyed Cape Town. But more importantly, the anointing was heavy. I said the anointing was heavy. I tell you. And so, obviously, if you go and rub with an anointed man, something will rub off you. So even as you were coming, I knew that something has dropped upon us. So prepare to receive. I say prepare to receive. Hallelujah. And then um, prayer. We have had a very wonderful three weeks of fasting and prayer. How many things have been three, wonderful? How many things have been wonderful fasting and praying? Even for those of you who didn't pray, I'm about to inspect your prayer card. Remember I told you about your prayer card. Hallelujah. How many hours were you supposed to pray? 72 hours. How many crossed 70 hours? Good. How many crossed 60 hours? 
Good. 50 hours. Okay. 40 hours. Hey. 35. 25 hours. You're not lifting your hand at all. 25. What did he say? 72 and over. Okay, how many cross 72 and over? Wow. Powerful. Put your hands together for them. How many was, how many crossed 12 hours? <laughs> you are lying. You will lift up your hand to you. You didn't pray. You try, you will lift up your hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know, new policies are coming. Let me tell you something. The prayer continues. I said the prayer continues. We are going to pray. Hallelujah. You see, when it comes to prayer, Bishop preached a message in the pastor's conference. I want everybody to go and listen to the day two conference. Go to Bishop's podcast. Okay, You have to be interested in it. Go and listen to the second day in Cape Town. Overcoming the devil. The message is called Overcoming the Devil. So go to the podcast. I wish you could shoot the podcast if you have it. Go to Bishop's website. The message is Overcoming the Devil. The second day preach at Cape Town. You know, second session, yeah, second session in Cape Town, overcome, overcoming the devil. Prayer is important. Hallelujah. And I want us to pray. Amen. This year, we're going to pray like never before. So even though we are praying for three weeks, it's not the end of prayer. Don't think you have retired from prayer. Hallelujah. In, in, in there, he explained to us that Satan has a lease. You know Satan has a lease on earth? The devil has a legal right. Okay? Just go and read the Bible. When Satan said that, when, Jesus, when he told Jesus, bow down to me, and I will give you all the cities of the world. Okay? 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 Please. This is not what I'm going to talk about, but let me just explain that because of prayer. When he, told, he tempted Jesus Christ, and the temptation was that if you bow down to me, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world. The Bible calls it what? Attempt what? What was it? What was it? Yeah. This is what I want you to understand. In that proposition, the devil was not lying. Satan was not lying. That's the truth. Because you cannot tempt me with something you don't have. You can't tempt me with something you don't have. I mean, Michelle comes and says, Rev, I buy you a Lamborghini if you preach for two hours. That will not be a temptation because you cannot buy me a Lamborghini. But if you say, Rev, if you preach for two hours, I'll buy you lunch. That may be a temptation. So you cannot tempt with what you don't have. Hallelujah. So the, the fact that the Bible calls it a temptation means that the world, it means that the world belongs to him. And he, has, and he got that lease from Adam. It was legally signed to him. Hallelujah. So Satan has a right to be on earth. That is why when Jesus Christ entered the temple, the demon said, have you come to destroy us or to cast us before our, before our time? 
Because they know that they have a list. And Jesus Christ also knows the list. So they, they were reminding Jesus Christ of the contract. It's like you live, in a, you live in an apartment. You sign a list for two years. They cannot come and kick you out. Do, do, do you understand? So they asked Jesus Christ, no, have you come? He said, no. They were reminding of the list. Because the list will end in the book of Revelation for a thousand years when he shall be bound. But until that time, he has every right to be on earth. Hallelujah. Which also means that once he has a list, I mean, if you list a house, you have, you, if you list a house, you have right to be in every room. Hallelujah. So he has the right to occupy every territory, every area. He has the right to be in Manhattan. You can't kick him out. That is why when the madman of Gadara the man with legions, when he met Jesus, and Jesus asked, what is your name? He said, we are a legion. And he said, come out of that man. He said, fine, we'll come out. Okay, we can, we'll come out of him. But we have the right to be in the area. And Jesus agreed. He, he said, keep us here. We, you see, we can move out of him. But there's a contract for us to be in this area. Is somebody hearing me? So, in, in, in reference to prayer, okay, in reference to prayer, oh, that's the podcast, yeah. In reference to prayer, it was explained to us, like, we suppose it's like a mosquito or a fly. When it's coming, when a mosquito or a fly is bothering you, what do you do? Do you do this? What do you do? You swipe it. What do you do? And what happens? It goes away. But what happens? Uh-huh. It goes away. But what happens? It goes away. What happens? So the only way to keep it away is to do what? To kill it. But here you can't kill the devil. So the only way you have to do is what? Keep on swiping. Keep on swiping. So every time you are praying, you are just swiping the devil away. So you cannot pray once and put your hand in your pocket and think you are done. <laughs> it's a simple teaching. So those of us who have prayed once, it's over. No. He only went away for a while. When you put your hands in your pocket, the mosquito comes back. Everybody do this. Everybody do this. I'm teaching you. Do this. Do this. I'm showing an illustration. So every time you remember this illustration, that is why Jesus Christ said that men always ought always, not occasionally, men always ought to pray. Because when you stop praying, he comes back. So don't think that we have prayed for three weeks so the devil is gone. No, 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 he'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So every time when you are going out, in the, yesterday you wiped him away, today he's back. He's around. Are you hearing me? So we need to pray continually. The word is what? I said the word is what? Say I will pray continually. Look, I hope you understand this simple teaching. So don't think that oh, I prayed for three weeks. So he, he, he just went to the junction. He will come back. Hallelujah. So I want us to continue praying. So even though over the, there's going to be a new modified fast, I'm waiting for the final instruction. We're going to fast out till August. We are not. I'm telling you, Amen. we are on fire. 
But we'll give you the details. But for now, the morning prayer continues. I said what? So the morning, so we're going to continue praying in the morning. Five to six. Listen to me. You have no idea the blessing of praying before you go out. Now somebody didn't say only one hour. But just for practicality. Five to six. Hallelujah. All of you. Everybody. Five o'clock, wake up. Pray till six. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Five to six. Don't snore. Five o'clock. I'm tired. No, 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 no. I will check on you. Five to six. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you going to pray? Are you going to swipe the mosquito away? Yeah. So five to six, okay? On the prayer line. Everybody. Five to six. One of the things I got from South Africa was that this church, they pray every morning. And the guy was telling me that you have no idea you have no idea how it charges you for the day. Yes, yes. So five to six we'll be praying. Okay? And the pastors will be leading. And your will be on, so I'll be watching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So five to six, no exemption. Tell your neighbor five to six. We'll be swiping away mosquitoes. Yeah. You know, we got, you see, this is the, this is the delusional. See, after a great victory, we think it's over. But Nicola, the devil is not like that, okay? Okay? The tendency to fall asleep is our problem. That is why can you believe that after 40 days of fasting, Jesus had the greatest victory, spiritual victory, 40 days of fasting. As soon as he finished, Satan came to tempt him. So your 40 days, your 21 days of fasting, you just swipe him away. He will definitely come back. <laughs> Jesus did 40 days without food. You did 21 days with food. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we going to pray? And I'll give you more prayer meetings. But for now, man, for now, it's mandatory. Monday to Friday. Tell you the it's mandatory. You know, <laughs> I can even take it further. You see, there's, there's something called community health. Community health. Okay? I'm free of malaria. I'm free of uh, malaria. You are free of malaria. The community is healthy. But if I wipe the, mos- wipe the mosquito away, so yeah, I don't get malaria, but you don't wipe the mosquito away, you get malaria, and I'm close to you, you become, you innocent. So I tell you, no, I don't want to be infected by you. <laughs> say, I don't want to be infected by you. If you don't pray, say, if you don't pray, don't sit by me. Don't come closer. Stay away. Hallelujah. Five to six, we'll be praying. Amen. All right, that's the, by means of announcement. But it's a very good, important. It's a very important announcement. I said it's a very important announcement. Hallelujah. Five to six, Monday to Friday, and then on Sunday, I need more prayer warriors. Listen, we need to pray. Some demons we encountered in South Africa, I have no idea. Demons in masquerading as some things. Please. Look. So on Sunday, I need more people to pray. This morning I came. I mean, Antifik as usual, and so some faithful sisters were praying, but I need more. 8.30 to 9.30 every Sunday morning. We come to the back and let's pray. 
young ones, old ones, male, female, everybody can pray. Hallelujah. Thank you. Is it a good announcement? Wonderful. And as for the prayer after service, we'll see. It all depends on when we close because we prayed already, so it's not a big deal. So don't worry about it. We'll break bread. Okay, let's memorize some verse quickly and then move on to the preaching. Isaiah 26 3. Scripture reading. Isaiah 26 3. Thou, this is a very easy, easy verse to remember. Can you remember this one? One, two, go. Isaiah 26 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Isaiah 26 3. Again? Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Isaiah 26 3. For the last time, I mean, very simple. Can you memorize it? Up the screen, go. Isaiah 26, with three points. It's very easy. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for yourself. This one, you don't have to clap because it's easy. Why are you even clap? <laughs> Most people know already. Amen. All right. Back to our year of greatness. Say, I shall be great. Say, I shall be great. 2017. Repeat after me. 2017 is my year of greatness. 2017. It's my year of greatness. Listen, you have to believe in this. You see, the prophecy that you believe is the prophecy that will happen. Say 2017. It's my year of greatness. Yeah. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen. So believe that you shall be great. Hallelujah. So, uh, I think before, two weeks I spoke to you about the greatness of whom? Who did I speak? Who's great? Of John the Baptist, right? We talk about the greatness of John the Baptist. Wonderful. So today I'm going to speak to you about another great person in the Bible. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about the greatness of Isaac. I said the greatness of who? Let's open our Bible to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis 26 and read from verse 1 to 14. Anybody who's a good Bible reader can get a microphone and read. Yeah, Michelle, read 26, 1 to 14. I want you to follow the story. Go. Genesis 26. And there was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went into Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give thee all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, 
and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because of that, Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. And the men of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, She is my sister, for he feared to say, She is my wife. Lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and, and said, Behold, of a surety she is thy wife, and how sayest thou she is my sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this that thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lain with thy wife, and thou shouldst have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, That this touch of And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touch of this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in that land, and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Amen. Amen. For the man, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and became great. Hallelujah. The Lord, this is the story of Isaac, Genesis 26. I mean, it's a very interesting story, how he was living there, he wanted to go away, I'll tell you all that. And then how he even said that, you know, sometimes when you marry some woman, you are feared for your own security. Are you hearing me? When you marry some ladies, you are afraid for your own security. That is why you must marry your size. Because <laughs> some of you brothers, you are interested in going above your size. I'm telling them, you know that the woman, because of the, the person is so much above your side, when the person goes at you, are wondering who is going to take her away. The reason why you are afraid because you are married above your size. It's a message. Find your size. Hmm? Yeah, this girl that you are following, is he your size? I should ask them. What did he say? Huh? I should tell them bigly. What is girl that you are following? See, that is the reason why that is that is the reason for your insecurity. Because the woman is you know what so when somebody's even talking to her, it's nothing about you are worried that because she's either too sophisticated for you. Find your size. This was Isaac's problem. The girl was beautiful. So, you know, but anyway, that's, that's, that's just by the way. But the Bible says, you see, you know, Isaac, you see, underneath, under, underneath every blessing, okay, underneath every greatness, or underneath every greatness is the blessing of God. I say underneath every greatness is what? 
And I need every grain is what? The Bible said the man. Okay? Go, go back to verse 12. Verse 12, my dear, please. And, uh, uh, and, uh, the, and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord what? And the Lord what? And the Lord what? So what was the result of the blessing? Verse 13. And the man what? The man what? And what? And went forward and grew until he became very great. So great to the point that the Philistines envy him. Let me tell you something. You Until your neighbors begin to envy you, you are not blessed. May your neighbors begin to envy you. When they see your car, may they envy it. I say, when you pack your car, may they envy. When they see your house, may they envy. When they see your wife, they say, share. <laughs> when they see your husband, may they envy you. Then that's a real blessing. Amen. And the Philistines, you see, and the Bible described, okay, you see, underneath every blessing, and the Bible described, actually, you know, The Bible describes, it said, it begins to describe the blessing. For, for he had what? For he had possessions of what? And what? And heads. And a great, and a great store of what? The man had, you see, those days they were dealing with frogs and heads and cattle. And Isaac was rich. A lot of stocks. A lot of employees. The guy was wealthy. You see, when you look, you see, blessing or blessing. Even when you look at Isaac, if you look at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, okay, Abraham was very, very wealthy. Abraham was a mogul, and his son Isaac was also very rich. But, but Jacob was not that wealthy. Jacob, Jacob was rich. But his wealth was in children. Yeah. Jacob's wealth was in his children. See, sometimes, sometimes God blesses you in wealth, but sometimes he also blesses you in children. Yeah. Jacob's wealth in his children. He had a lot of children who became great. I mean, financially, even towards Jacob, eh, financially towards the end of his life, he was broke. Do you remember there was a famine in the land? And then because they had to move to Egypt. So, you see, but, but unlike his father and his grandfather, Abraham was not blessed in, that, in, in many children. Abraham had only one child or two, but one was just by the side, you know. Like most African men, they have... By, <laughs> like most African men, they have something by the side. <laughs> that was Abraham, but he was wealthy. And Isaac also had one shot, two children. They were twins. Very wealthy, but Jacob had a lot. So sometimes your blessing is not even financially, but even in the children God gives you. May you be blessed. And may you become great. Hallelujah. And the Bible said Isaac was very wealthy. Hallelujah. Isaac had servants. Are you hearing me? I mean, that's one of the things that every time, that's one of the things that every time I go to Africa, you see, actually, it's not easy here. Because I, I was just in South Africa recently. I mean, I was in South Africa. I mean, service. I mean, service is not easy, yo. When you are eating, then somebody is standing there finished for you. To, I mean, a human being is standing there whilst you are eating, so that when you finish, you can come and take your plate. It's nice. 
It's nice. I mean, when we're staying, I mean, when you're a human being is standing there, waiting for you to finish it. Over here, who's <laughs> over here? Hey, you take off your shoe, or somebody's polishing it. Over here, over here, you better go. <laughs> if you like polishing, if you don't polish it, it's your own problem. Philistines envied him. Amen. I tell you. So, somebody is saying that, oh, by Reverend, that was Isaac. Me is me. No. See, I'm talking about your year of greatness. And I'm going to show you that you, you, can, you can have the blessing of Isaac. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Do you believe you can have the blessing of Isaac? Michael, do you believe you can have the blessing of Isaac? Stocks, cash, dough. And your neighbors will envy you. And your wife will be beautiful. She's beautiful already anyway, so that one there. <laughs> are you hearing me? But you are related to Isaac. You can. Why do I say? See, everything is in the Bible. Go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 4 verse 28. In Galatians chapter 4 verse 28. Galatians 4 28. Quickly, my dear. Bible reader. You should read Galatians 4.20. Get a microphone because I think it's freezing. Okay. It says that, now I can read this on so I can read. It says, now we, now we, who are the we? I said, who are the we? I said, who are the we? It says, now we, brethren, okay? As Isaac was, as Isaac what? Are the children of what? So now we, brethren, as Isaac us, are the children of promise. Now we, brethren, as Isaac is. It means that all the promises that were meant for Isaac is also meant for us. Hallelujah. But maybe give me a modern version. Let me see what the NASB or the message says. And, and you, brethren, and you, brethren, are you the brethren? Are you the brethren? The Bible say, then the Bible said that like Isaac are the children of promise. Do you understand? Do you hear me? So I can say, Jean, as and now I can say, now you, Jean, as Isaac us, you are also the child of the promise. Hallelujah. It means everything we are reading about Isaac applies to you. Do you understand that? So are you ready to receive it now? Are you ready to receive now? Because oh, I mean, Isaac is a Jew. No, but the Bible is saying, okay, the Bible is saying, okay, the Bible is saying that just Isaac was, you are also entitled to the promise. In, because of what Christ did, because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, we have become the seed of Abraham, and therefore the promises and the blessings of Isaac belongs to me. Say, Isaac is my brother. Say, I'm related to Isaac. So the blessings of Isaac, they also belong to me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, this is even like, isn't it clear? This is the message. Isn't it clear, friends, that you like Isaac are children of what? Tell your neighbor, it's clear. 
Say it's clear. If it was for Isaac, if it was for Isaac, then it's for me also. So I'm setting up, ready to receive my blessing. You have to believe it. This is the Bible. You see, if you don't believe the Bible, why come to church? That's why I'm taking my time to show you. Mr. Do you understand? Show you the Bible that the Bible said that just as it was for Isaac, it's for you. Hallelujah. And the Bible said the blessing of Isaac, he was rich. You see, I like the way the Bible talks. It said the Bible was, was rich in flocks, stocks, cattle, and servants. Hallelujah. Now, how did Isaac become blessed? Because if somebody's blessing is for you, you must know how you got it so you can also follow. Amen. How was Isaac blessed? One. Go to Genesis chapter one, uh, 26 verse 1. How did it happen? And there was famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared on him, and the Lord appeared on him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land. Which I said, Don't go to Egypt. Don't go. The Lord appeared to him and said, Son, do not go. You see, the ability, Isaac, I'm showing three things about Isaac. One is the ability to hear the voice of God. And obey. The ability. Because, you see, why is it important? The Bible said there was famine in the land. Okay? Things were difficult. So the common trend, the common trend when things are difficult that people migrate. So everybody picks up your suitcase, goes to the Egyptian embassy, gets a visa. Off to Egypt. Everybody gets a, goes for a visa down to Egypt. Which, so, so, so economic, economic migration did not start in your time. <laughs> I said economic migration did not start in your time. Every country has its Egypt. Egypt is a place of better financial gains. Are you hearing me? Every country has its Egypt. If you take people from Ghana, Nigeria, what is, where is their Egypt? You're acting like you don't know. Where is your Egypt? <laughs> Orlando. Orlando is no longer Egypt. Is it? Huh? So, where is, where is it? Uh, West Africans, Africa, where, where is your Egypt? Pretty you. It's London. And if you take the Francophone, Gabon. It used to be France. Now they have also come to America. <laughs> France is no longer their Egypt. They used to go to France, but now they don't go. They used to go to France and Belgium. But now their Egypt has changed. So, because you see, it's the nature of man. Are you hearing me? So the Bible says, things were difficult. There was famine. And therefore, the natural thing to do is to migrate into greener pastures. Hallelujah. 
Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. It's natural. So it takes something extraordinary. So the, what, what made the difference in Isaac? The reason why Isaac did not follow the masses was his ability to hear from God. I'm preaching to you. That's, that's, that's a key. See, a lot of us, we move by circumstances. We move by the masses. Everybody is moving to North Carolina. Hey, North Carolina, I go. Did you hear from God? I'm preaching. Hey, I hear now the, the place to go is Idaho. I hear when you go there in two months' time, you can buy a four-bedroom house uh, uh, and there's no taxes. Hey, coffee, you are going, you know, there's pressure on your husband. Coffee, let's go. Coffee, let's go. You are not progressive. Everybody's going to, uh, Ajua has gone. Mesa has gone. Koku has gone. And hey, we are still staying in this Bronx. I am tired of this apartment. Let's go. What voice are you following? Yeah. Yeah. What voice? Pressure on your poor husband. I'm preaching. Let me take off my jacket. I'm about to preach to you. Pressure. Pressure. Kwaku, kwaku, you are not progressive. Kwaku, you are not progressive. New York is hot. Wrong is congested. Look at the schools. Hey, our children. Hey, when we went to visit them hey, hey, on Thanksgiving, when we went to North Dakota, didn't you see their house and the swimming pool? We alone. Hey, you are not progressive. Kwaku, you are not progressive. Pressure. and died. Oh yeah, you may go there. Yes. You may go there. You may get a house that you want but you may lose your marriage. You may lose your child. You may lose your job. Something else happens. Did you hear God? Did you hear the voice? That is the difference. The ability to hear. The ability to hear. Let me tell you something. If that shall hearken unto the voice of the if that shall hearken Unto the voice of the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God shall set thee on high. Pressure, pressure. Hey, everybody has a beloved. You know, Tasha has a beloved. Cindy has a beloved. Uh, Joe has a beloved. Hey, you alone went. Went pressure. I'm preaching. Pressure. Hey, everybody's married. Everybody's married. You're this, you alone, you are not married. Hey, hey, pressure. Somebody's mother called me and said, Hey, of course. Now, dear, baby, I want to see my grandchildren before I die. Oh, hey! <laughs> Pressure! I want to see my grandchildren before I die, of course, now, dear. Pressure! Did you hear from God? Did you hear from God? Hallelujah. You see, I'm telling you something. If you can hear from God, your life will be different. You see, a good example of somebody that we, you see, evidence speaks louder. A good example of somebody that we can say can clearly hear from God is Bishop Dagwood Mills. And I explain to you. Do you understand? Clear. What is 
listen, I'm giving you the facts. Because that, that which you have seen. He's my classmate. We were 50 in medical school. In fact, 51. In medical school. And the Egypt in, in the Egypt then is that as soon as you finish final year, you write your exams, Yankee, here I come. Or either USA, England, or South America. All my classmates. So there was a famine in the land, and everybody, all my classmates, 50. Either we are coming to the US, you are going to England or South Africa. Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> I'm preaching to you. I said, why do you think I'm here? I did not hear a voice of God. I was an economic migrant. <laughs> it's not that I was living there. Like, Charles, Charles, my great... And I did not hear it. It was dollars and cents. The salary of a doctor in America versus the salary of a doctor in Ghana. I did the calculation. I said, Charlie, water flows from a higher gradient to a lower gradient. Well, yeah, here I go. <laughs> Oh, then let me preach to you, I tell you. But he had a voice. So contrary to the general migration of the class, he was the only person who remained. Don't tell me he can't hear from God. And he did not remain under peaceful conditions. Do you know the pressure? I know, I know. Mother-in-law, hey, you've come to marry my daughter. Oh, you're good. I thought, oh, you're, I saw Nosh. Nosh and, and we're friends. Nosh has gone to London. You are staying in Ghana with my daughter. Yeah, no, no, no. The father in law, I was the reference point. Pressure. <laughs> so for him to stay, it means he clearly heard from God. No wonder God has blessed him and God has prospered him. I mean, we, we have a WhatsApp group in our class. Okay, our classmate, medical school. WhatsApp group. I mean, among the classmates, there's nobody near half his success. I mean, what, how God has elevated him, not even one thing. We migrated. Currently, currently, even the medicine that he left, he has about 30 doctors working for him full time. The thing that he even gave up. He, he owns a hospital. None of our classmates has a hospital. He owns Bishop that owns the hospital with theater, surgical procedure, and everything. None of my classmates own a hospital because of the ability to hear. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the question is, my daughter, how do I hear? How do I know? You see, I'm teaching you. See, a lot of us, you see, a lot of us think that to hear. Some prophet must come. Shabala, okay. Kuru, kuru, la sataya. I see you in America. Prophet, what have you seen? Prophet, what have you seen? Oh, katonoria. sataya. I see you knock. I see, I see something like ND, ND, ND. ND, N, N. North, north, north. D. Da, da, da. Da, kuaka, kikoku. Da, ku, da, tu. Na, ku, da, ku. Is there a place called North Dakota? Yes, prophet. 
see and that's how they start. I see and I see and 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 it's pointed to north, north, north. The spirit is saying north, north, but it doesn't end there. I see something like a Careful about this verse. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 4. Zephaniah 3, 4. It says, Zephaniah, his prophets are light and treacherous persons. You see, you see his prophets are light. You see, the word treacherous, people who are dangerous, they do things for their belly. A lot of these prophets who come around when you collect your tax, they are light and treacherous. Was one was telling me that they used to know a prophet. You come there afterwards. <laughs> or later, who told me? Doesn't you have a who goes eating light soup and light soup? Uh, what is this? <laughs> Say it. The prophet that was living with my mom. Yeah. Um, people used to call him and tell him that, oh, they want to do fasting and. He, literally, he told them that he was doing fasting for them. for them. And he was living in my mom's house. And every afternoon, it was fufu in the apotoyua. <laughs> it was like the, the earth where he was eating every single day. And people were paying money for him to fast. <laughs> hey, come on. People are paying. I'm fasting for you. Why in the room? He's eating fufu. And light soup. The Bible calls them light and treacherous. And then when he comes out after the food, he the food, then he drinks his Guinness. Guinness. Robert! That's where the spirit. I saw some dangerous. Guinness. Guinness annoying. <laughs> Guinness. Guinness. <laughs> yeah. All day I get this Guinness prophecy. That is not how you hear from God. Tell your neighbor that is not how you hear from God. Let's grow up. The deception is too much. They come and collect all your money, sleep with you. Some of them have Jaguars and Mercedes. Listen to something. The father, somebody can say something. Come to father, don't make me a prophet, oh. Light and treacherous. Please, this summer, if I see you going there, see what I'll do to you. <laughs> we, we are here, we are preaching to you, we are prophet, we are speaking to your life. You don't give us the cast and the thing. Go and give this light and church people. Don't make sure I don't catch you. <laughs> it, it's Felicia, I beg if you're here. I'll tell you. Tell me. <laughs> light and treacherous. But how do you hear? Let me tell you something. One of the surest you way to hear from God is the word of God. Yeah, yeah, you are spiritual. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. He says, Thy word, thy, thy word, thy word, thy word is a lamp. It's what? And a light, what? It's a lamp unto my feet, and what? One of the surest ways you can hear from God is his word. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? 
So are you here with me? Yeah. It works. This is why quiet, having your quiet time is important. Read your Bible. Pray. Have your quiet time. He will speak to you. He has exalted his word above his name. Let me tell you something. God will direct you by his word. Are you hearing me? You are more likely to hear his voice through his word. Once again, the best example is Bishop. When, he, when we finish, even though he had heard a voice to stay, he was still trying to do two by two, had some business here and there, trying to survive because nobody was giving him money. And one day he said he was having his quiet time. He was having his quiet time. And then he read the verse, give thyself holy and thy prophetess shall appear to all. Based on that scripture, he stopped anything else that he's doing and concentrated on God. Can you see the prophet in? <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, church, read your Bible. Tell everybody, read your Bible. Have your quiet time. Look, my dear, what's the name of God will direct you by his word. Okay? You will know by his word, by the inner conviction, that this is what God is saying. His word. His word. I'm teaching us. Yes, his word. Read your Bible. The, his word will direct you. His, as you are having your quiet time, his, he will speak to you. You see, I'm showing you that this is wrong and this is right. He will, he will convict you. As, and you are more guaranteed of that than duck, duck, duck. I see something like a D. See something like a what? <laughs> his word. Hallelujah. His word. Amen. So, that's one of the shortest way. Okay? Yeah, his word. God will direct you by his word. Every, everybody in this church must be an addict of quiet time. I say, be an addict of what? Be an addict of what? Take your Bible, pray, read. I'm telling you, God will speak to you. Amen. My dear sister, Emma, God will speak to you. I tell you, you'll be, you'll be surprised the directions you will get. He'll speak to you. Yes, he will speak to you. What has been a problem? By the quiet time, you have an answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You are walking in a dangerous place. You don't know where to go, but the light will tell you, turn here, turn here. And you will get that in his word. Hallelujah. So that is one, I'm talking about hearing the voice. One is by his word. The another way that God, you hear God's voice or God will direct you is through the shepherd. Oh, yeah. It's true. Who? Yeah. Which is, which is basically means that, see, I'm sure two ways that God will direct you. One is your quiet time and two, the preaching in the church. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes even a problem that you have, as the preaching comes, suddenly you have an idea. Can I have a witness in the church? Jeremiah, chapter 3, verse 15. Jeremiah 3.15. He said, and I will give you pastors. Who is speaking here? I said, who is speaking here? And what's he going to give you? He said, I'll give pastors according to my heart. And what will be their job? They shall feed you with what? What will they feed you with? What will they feed you with? So can you see that God gives you a pastor who will give you an understanding? Because the reason why you are confused because you don't understand. Mike, isn't it? The reason why you are, not sh- you are confused is because you don't understand. 
But if he gives you a pastor who gives you the understanding and direction, you're not confused. I don't know which way to go. A pastor will preach to you. See, as I'm telling you, I will give you an understanding. Because you ask, what way to do? I'm not sure. But as the understanding comes from me to you, suddenly you know where to go. Because you, 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 you are confused because you don't understand. You don't have the knowledge. But the pastor is supposed to give you knowledge and understanding. That is why when you come to church and the preaching is going on, don't accept the preaching for somebody. Accept the preaching for yourself. Hallelujah. Look, I know a church that they don't do one-on-one counseling on marriage. The pastor does not do one-on-one to a marriage counseling. This is like, Reverend, after church, I want to see, I want to talk to you, I have a, a problem with my marriage. They don't do it. When you join the church, they say, for the first six months, if you don't have an answer before, so unless you have been in the church for six months, they don't do one-on-one counseling. Because most of your problems, if you really listen to the preaching, it is said in the preaching. Isn't that what it is? Knowledge and what? I say knowledge and what? I say knowledge and what? Yeah. yeah. That's what the pastor is there for. So I'm giving you two sure ways of hearing the voice of God. One is your quiet time and two, two preaching. The voice of your shepherd. Why do you think David said that the Lord is my shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. And because the Lord is my shepherd, what? I say because of what will happen to me? Yes. And what does the shepherd do? He leadeth me. He, he leadeth me. In the path of, he, he maketh me to lie down. He maketh me to lie down where? He maketh me to lie down where? Yes, that's the shepherd. Shepherd, listen to your pastor. Yes, you want green, green pastures? You want a peaceful marriage? You want a peaceful marriage? Listen to your pastor. Amen. Your pastor can tell you, look, this person is problem. This, you see, you are just listening to the voice of the flesh here, the tie and the hips. So please, I beg you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Still what this? The pastor is saying, you see, that is what, look, please, when you come to church eh, and the preaching is going on, take everything for yourself. Don't think of somebody else. Don't say tell them. It should be what? Not tell them. Yeah. Hallelujah. The reason why the reason why I lie besides still water is because I have a shepherd. In the part of it, because I have a shepherd. The reason I shall not want because I have a shepherd. So God said, I, God, I'm going to give you somebody who will give you knowledge and understanding. Look, no matter how complex a problem is, I mean, if I, if, if, if I, if I, if I, if I ask you, square root of nine. Excuse me? Square root of nine. A tree? I'm surprised you knew. Square root of 27. Nine. Cube of 27. Three. Gosh, she understands mathematics. You don't. <laughs> so, so, what I'm trying to say is that no matter how complex a problem is, once you have an understanding, you can solve it. And that is why a pastor does. He feeds you with knowledge and understanding. Let me continue preaching. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, what? The success of Isaac, okay, number one, was his ability to hear from God. May you hear from God. I say, may you hear from God. 
I say, may you hear from God. Amen. And how do you hear from God? Number one is what? And number two? Through your shepherd. The voice of your shepherd. Which is preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, that's number one reason why Isaac was blessed. Number two reason why Isaac was blessed, okay, is the ability to live in peace. The ability to live in peace. Genesis 20, 26. Let's, same Genesis. Let's go to 20 and 22. Let's go to 20. Genesis 20. 26, 20. No, we are talking about 26. Please, quick. My time. You are, you are. Verse 20. The Bible says, And the headsman of Gerar. Isaac want to dig a well, though. And the headsman of Gerar described with Isaac's headsman, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the place Essek because they strove with him quarreling. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of, the, of it Sitna. Problems. So he moved again. And he removed from thence and digged another well. And for, that, and for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. For he said, for now the Lord had made room for us. And we shall be what? We shall be what? We shall be what? Let me tell you something. You need peace to be fruitful. May God grant you peace. May God grant you peace. I say, may God grant you peace. Listen, I, 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 can I preach for you a while? Can I preach you for a while? You see, Isaac that one well. They fought him. Some of us would have said, it's my well. I will not give it back to you. We'll go to court. <laughs> Over my dead body. Fighting. Quarreling. Isaac said, no problem. You want it? I have it. You went to the nest. He dug again. You want it? Then he went to, to Rehoboth. You see, what I'm trying to say, Isaac was a man who was pursuing peace. Yes. Seek peace. Don't quarrel over everything. Everything is a fight. I know my rights. And you know your rights for what? Sometimes it's better to forsake your rights so that you can live in peace and prosper. That's a prophecy for somebody. The reason why you're not doing it is because you know your rights too much. Some things are best left alone. You see, you see, what I'm sharing with you is pursue the ability to live in peace. I'm preaching. This is your lifestyle of quarreling with everything and everybody. I know my rights. Look, you can have your rights, but you will lose. Sometimes it's better to forego your rights. Pursue peace. You have a deal with somebody, say quarrel, leave it alone. Because Isaac could have stayed there and argued with them. Wasted his time. Let me tell you something. Don't waste your life with unnecessary quarrel, okay? Some people, they are best off left alone. And by the way, I'm going to show you another revelation. I'm going to show you another revelation. Sometimes, sometimes, rejection is God's way of directing you. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, 
God's way of directing you is for you to be rejected. So the rejection that looks painful was a way by which he directed you. Yeah. Oh yeah. The rejection. How did he direct Christ? By rejection. Jesus Christ fulfilled the will of God by rejection. He came to his own. His own did not receive him. Because we did not receive him, that is why he was killed on the cross, which was his destiny. If we had received him, he would not have gone to the cross. He would have missed his destiny. The purpose was to die on the cross. If we have accepted him and healed him, it would not have been accepted. But we rejected him so that the will will be done. So sometimes rejection pushes you into the will of God. Moses was the same. Moses wanted to save Israel. He went to, some two guys were fighting. He killed the Egyptian. And then the following day, he came back to mediate peace. Like I said, listen to me. Who made you a judge over us? You want me to kill me like that? So they rejected. So he ran away. He was a fear. And it was his rejection and running away that made him meet God in the wilderness. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? I said, is somebody hearing me? I said, is somebody hearing me? So it's not every rejection that's about him. Sometimes rejection is actually God's will for you. So, my dear daughter, that boy who says he doesn't like you, it may be God's will. I say, it is God's will. He rejected you, it is God's will. Because if he had accepted you, the real man would not have come. Somebody say amen. amen. I said that rejection was God's will. Sometimes God directs you through rejection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it won't work. The relationship did not work. Your heart was broken because you are human. You cried a few days, but comfort yourself that it is God's way. That job that didn't take you, maybe God's will. Yeah, rejection. They rejected Isaac. If Isaac has quarreled with them and stayed there, he will not have gone to Rehoboth, where he would have been fruitful. If you had followed, yes, he paid you. And what is in the paper? The boy had wasted your time, so you feel so hurt. It doesn't matter. God knew the snake that it was and delivered you from a snake. I'm preaching to you. You see, once again, I'm exhibiting the prophetic. It's how God directs you. So that girl that chopped your money and didn't marry you, hey, take it like that. Take it, look, the only thing you have done, if you have married you, not only will you have chopped your money, will have killed you. So take it. <laughs> so take the take it. When you he rejected, so sometimes God directs us by rejection. Hallelujah. And Bishop will say that most of his breakthroughs came through rejection. When people reject him, that's when he. It's the direction of God. That rejection. Rejection. We are not accepted. That job was rejected. That project was rejected. That marriage was rejected. That ministry was rejected. People did not accept you. That is the key. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
rejection. That is why, that is why, if you are in a relationship, you're not married, though, just a relationship, you are quarreling all the time. You must think carefully about it. We are not even married, though. And we are every day quarrel. Hey! Even before the marriage, this is the quarrel, and after the marriage, what will happen? There will be weapons. <laughs> I'm preaching in this area. Look, any relationship that is stressing what quarreling, uh, please reject. I beg you. Bye, James. Bye, James. You don't want me. I mean, a person I saw, a young boy, a young boy was telling a young girl that, look, I mean, I'm interested in you, but you must lose weight. You are too fat. Hey, if at this age you say you are too fat, then if you have two children, what will happen? If he doesn't like you with your hippopotamus back, leave him alone. <laughs> The quarrel is too much. The quarrel is too much. And before marriage, you are quarreling like this. No, 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 no. Pursue peace. I said pursue peace. Are you here with me, church? I said pursue what? You see, don't tell you about, don't worry about rejection. Find someone say, don't worry about rejection. Ask the person why. I said, ask the person why. Ask the person why. Why? You shouldn't worry about rejection. Go to verse 26. 26. Then Abimelech, you see? 26, we are reading this scripture. Then Abimelech went to him. Abimelech, the guy who sacked Isaac, went to him in Gerah. And Ahuza, one of his friends, and Pico, the, the captain of his army. And Isaac said unto him, Wherefore come you to me? See, you hate me. You say you didn't like me. You suck me. You hate me. You have sent me away. You say you didn't like me. You suck me. You rejected me. Why have you come to me? What do you want? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. And we said, let them now be our own. We said, now we said, we said. I mean, is that amazing? The people who rejected you, after a while, will come and say that they are sorry for rejecting you. I'm preaching. I said, the guy will come back and say, honey, I am sorry, but it will be too late. Because the way God is going to bless you, they will regret. They will say, yeah, I miss, I miss, I miss, I miss. I like the preaching in this area. I said the boy said, yeah. As she sees the man you have married, your house, your car, your he said, yeah. I blew it. I said, if only they had known. If only they had known. I said, I see them. Look, don't worry. The guys who reject you, they will come back better. The job that did not take you, they will say, now double your salary. I said, now double your salary. I said, they said, double your salary. Because they, when they see the thing that you have done in the other company, they will come back with a double package. Yeah. The stone that the builders rejected has become a cause. So don't worry. Don't worry. 
They say they don't like you. Say they say, you say they say they don't like you. They will come back begging. Hey, boy, no, I'll be begging too much. I, I, I can see the anointing here. It go beg, oh, it go beg. Yeah, it go beg. Can you feel it? I said, can you feel it? He will be begging. He will send his friend first. And he said no. Then he will send his uncle. They said, too late. Then he will send his, uh, his mother. Say, too late. He will, send, he will even send his pastor. And say, even though I respect your pastor as a man of God, too late. He shall beg. Charlie, mommy, he shall beg. You go down in this and say, Charlie, I beg you. He will, he will say, listen, it was a mistake. We all make mistakes. When I was a child, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. But when I grew up, I put away child. You know, see, when I said no, I was thinking like a child. Baby, second chance. We said, too late, too late, too late. The job that rejected you, they will come back with a double package. Somebody received that prophecy. I said, receive that prophecy. The company that rejected will come back with a double offer. I love it. I said, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. See, that's why there's no point staying there and quarreling. Tell your neighbor, move on. Say, move on. So, that's why I read the Galatians that you are entitled to the blessing of Isaac and the blessing of Isaac is the blessing where people who reject you come back begging so that shall be your story are you understanding the scripture the Bible says we are related to Isaac and one of the blessings of Isaac is that those who reject you will come back begging the Ombe Pachow I'm prophesying to Ombe Pachow Because you are related to Isaac. They go beg. I said they go beg. They go beg. Say Charlie, they go beg big time. Why about they go beg? Because <laughs> when they see your complimentary card, they say, Charlie, nobody got to say we know they like him. They go beg. <laughs> when they see the complimentary card, they go beg. Leslie, they go beg. Say, look, can we double the offer? They will come back and say, can we double the offer? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, the final blessing of Isaac. Hey, today the preaching is long. This man likes to preach a lot. But no, let me preach the word of God. The final blessing. See, the first blessing of Isaac uh, was one, ability to hear the voice of God. Number two was to pursue peace. Okay, ability to pursue peace, okay? Then the final blessing of Isaac was, you see, was the use of technology. The use of what? Why do I say the use of technology? Isaac was into irrigation. Okay? He was digging wells to irrigate. Okay? What I'm trying to say is that any job that you are involved in that has not used technology, you're not likely to prosper. It's just a, th a third bonus. It's a, it's a bonus. Learn to use technology. 
Anything that you are involved in that does not use technology, you are not likely to make good money out of it. So learn to use technology. Those who always say, oh, I don't understand computer. Please learn to understand computer. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, learn to understand computer. Oh, uh, me, this WhatsApp thing, I don't get it. Oh, please get it. Hey, now they say something is called Instagram. Please understand it. Isaac was not waiting for the natural rate to fall. If you're waiting for the natural rate to fall, the crops will dry. You have to use technology, irrigation, dig, so that whether there's rain or not, you can still water your plant and your flock. Learn to use technology in your work, in your job, in your school, in your church. Use technology. You, you still don't know how to deposit with an ATM. You have to go to the tailor. Ah! <laughs> I'm preaching. You cannot go and stand on an ATM and put in your paycheck. Where you, going? you must still go and stand in the line. Take a deposit slip. <laughs> uh, let, let me get away. I, I get that's a numb. What people are doing mobile banking, mobile banking. They are lying in their bed and they are doing mobile. You still have to take the slip. <laughs> Stand in the line. <laughs> Technology. What is it? We are using technology to pay tight. We are using technology. We are talking test to pay. That's why we are using technology. Some of you, you still cannot even write even cash. That's what my touch must be cash. <laughs> I must fill the thing in the envelope. When I, when I give it by a phone, I don't fill the money. Look, we are using technology to pastor our church. The world is going tech. Isaac was into technology. Use technology in your business. Use technology in your business. Use technology in your work. That's where the world is going. Yeah. Nothing is going to prosper well in this day and age without technology. Oh, yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So all those of you who are BBT. You know BBT? You know what BBT is? Born before, born before technology. Look, when I was born, when I was born, okay, I won't go down. When I was born, when I was born, there was nothing like remote control. No. You understand what I'm saying? You walk to the television. <laughs> you went to the television and then what? Turn it on. Remote control doesn't exist. And if it's not working well, you hit it. <laughs> Remote control was invented after me. Yeah. And there was no like, nothing like cable. It was a TV television station with an area pole, which comes like this. And when they are showing something that's not working, someone will climb the roof, say, coffee, left, left. <laughs> yeah. 
Left, left, left. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. But I'm sure some of you cannot, some of you cannot imagine a TV without a remote. I mean, is it, it's foreign to him. A TV without a remote. No. I mean, they cannot imagine a television without a remote. But remote control came after I was born. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the first cell phone that was invented. First phone. Cell phone. It was like this. <laughs> it was like this. Motorola. Motorola. Revolutionary, it was so revolutionary and so new and so unique that there are people from my hometown. It was like a new thing that has come from heaven. So, to, to prove that you have arrived, when people make a call, they'll say, I'm standing outside and I'm talking. <laughs> that's that's how it's like to show that I'm not calling you from my room. So, Kojo, who are you? So, I'm standing outside and I'm talking. <laughs> That's why I have WhatsApp, I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, I have Twitter. I am into technology. You think I don't know Instagram? I don't know Snapchat? I don't know WhatsApp? I don't know Twitter? your BBT demon. I drive the BBT demon out of you. I said, I drive out the BBT demon out of you. May God grant you with the wisdom of technology. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please stand up to your feet. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's share a little word of prayer. Order my steps. Order my steps in your word. May God order your steps. Thank you for the use of God. Father, like I say, like Isaac, we are the children of blessing. Like Isaac. Like Isaac. Like Isaac. Like Isaac, oh God. Ability to hear. Ability to hear. That's the most important thing, the ability to hear. Father, I if that shall happen unto the voice of the Lord thy God, He will send you high. Sing it again. Order my steps, O Lord. Let it be your prayer. Everybody was going to Egypt. But he said, Don't go. Don't go. 
Don't go. your prayer in your word please Lord just hold it apart sing it again what are my steps what are my steps what are my steps Lord God what are my steps in your word sing it over and over again it's a prayer lead me yes Lord oh yes Lord prayer this afternoon. Isaac is dead. Isaac stayed. Isaac stayed. Everyone was going, but Isaac stayed because he heard the voice of God. circumstances may we not be moved by the crowd may we not be moved by external influences but may we be moved by your voice please order our steps by your word order our steps the bible said everybody went to Egypt but you told him to stay may we not follow the crowd may we follow your voice in the name of Jesus I pray amen with every, hallelujah. Don't clap yet. With every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? This afternoon, you heard me preach. Let me tell you something. You need God to direct you. And how can God direct you when you don't know him? How can God direct you when you don't know him? So please, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you are here, you are not saved. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. For a brief moment, I want to pray for you. I want you to give your life to Jesus. You must accept Jesus Christ into your life. So why don't you lift up your hand if you are not saved. Say, Pastor, pray for me. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. No jokes, no jokes, no jokes. You should not perish and go to hell. No, no, no. It shouldn't be your story. Thank you, Jesus. None should perish and go to hell. None should perish and go to hell. May God honor our steps. Father, we thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah.
We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.